Welcome to the Brilliant Choices audio show, where we tell you about brilliant choices to have a smile that'll last a lifetime. Hi, and welcome to the Brilliant Choices podcast. I'm Lori, and I'm your host today. And today we have Noelle. Noelle is the oral care specialist for Brilliant Oral Care. Good morning, Noelle. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Lori. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. So today we're going to talk about something that as parents we all face, and that is making sure we encourage our kids to brush their teeth, how important it is. But on our end, do we have the right kind of toothbrush that they need? Not only that they need, but that will actually encourage them to want to brush their teeth because we really want to fight off cavities. That's always a a big growing problem for kids. I know you've seen that in dental practices. So what is your advice on how we can get the right toothbrush to make sure the kids are fighting off those cavities. Yeah, so that's um, a common, you know, question and conversation I have with my parent patients. And um, so, what I, I usually start off by saying is that there's there's no toothbrush that's going to prevent cavities. <laughs> I wish there was. I wish there was like some unicorn toothbrush with sprinkle dust that would, you know. <laughs> be the all into cavities, but it's just not going to happen um, because it's just a tool. And there's so many other factors um, that are at play. I mean, diet just, for instance, is a significant contributor, um, probably the most significant contributor to, to cavities and the frequent occurrence of cavities. So um, that's what I would start to talk about. And then leading into that, having the right tools and using those tools in the right way is the most important part. So I usually start with use the tool that is the most accepted um, first and then work up to the better choice. And what do I mean by that? Um, You know, with kids, they're chronically picky about everything. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't look right. It doesn't smell right. It doesn't taste right. So there's many different reasons why those little bundles of joy um, will reject toothbrushing. So uh, I usually start off the conversation with my parents on what are your challenges? You know, does your child like to have their teeth brushed? Do they like the way toothpaste tastes? Is there a time of day where, you know, is it hard for you to brush their teeth at night because it's late and they're tired and cranky? So um, those are almost more important to me um, as a clinician than the product itself. Um, but I mean, my own struggle with my own kids um, was consistency. So we would choose, you know, a child toothbrush. Um, so looking at like the age range and, and you're doing that because the design and the size and the shape is made for little people. So if you have a two-year-old, you're not going to put an adult size toothbrush in their mouth. I mean, you can, um, and they may not have a problem with it, but most of the time it's just going to be too big. Yeah. Um, and then kids' toothbrushes are just, you know, they're cuter, they're more uh, designs and things for them to kind of latch on to. I mean, wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree that you take a kid into the oral care aisle at the store and they would not look a second chance at any of the adult brushes, but then you have all these colors and characters oh, um, no. for kids? Yeah, yeah mine always yeah. are right for the characters, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so you could have the best toothbrush in the entire world that is as plain Jane as possible and they're, they're not going to want it because they want you know 
Lightning McQueen or Elsa. <laughs> so yeah. um, the, the, the most important factor in oral care is consistency. And you gain consistency by introducing a habit that is repeated over and over again. So if a parent is struggling with an aspect of that, that's what has to be corrected first. So um, I have a great example of this too. <clears throat> I had a parent who called me to let me know how much she appreciated one of um, Brilliant's toothbrushes, which is actually considered a special soft toothbrush. It's for special circumstances, and it's not the optimal toothbrush for everybody. It's really only for specific people, but her child happens to be an adult child who is disabled, and he, I think, was 35 years old, is 35 years old, and they had struggled his entire life his entire life with his oral care. They could not, did not, and had not found a toothbrush that they could use consistently in his mouth because he had chronic neuropathic facial pain. Um, and everything that they had tried, he rejected um, because of this neuropathic facial pain disorder that he has. And so long story short, they found our special soft toothbrush. And she was literally calling me almost crying, like, you don't know what this has done for us. It has changed our life, I can actually brush more than a half of a second in his mouth. So what she's able to do now is get the toothbrush in his mouth and brush for about 10 to 30 seconds, which is not optimal. That's not going to prevent cavities. In fact, he has um, oral problems now that they're trying to get treated because of the lack of brushing. But what she's done and been able to do is start a process where they're going to be able to do oral care more and more often on him so that he can um, get back to better oral health. So that's kind of the process that happens with little kids too. You know, you don't just put a toothbrush in their, in their mouth and they're just going to let you brush for two minutes. They, they know how to spit. They don't know any of that stuff. So it's really up to us to teach them um, and then to help address any of the issues or challenges that can be going on or happening, especially, you know, oral care on its own can be challenging, but add any sort of a special need into that, whether it's autism or cerebral palsy or Down syndrome or, or anything, even just a, a temporary um, sensory challenge. And it can really make oral care a hurdle for, for people. I know it can. And, and like you said, one of the main things that will cause these cavities is their diet and that's why it's so important yeah um <clears throat> i mean obviously the example i gave it was a perfect example of why not having the right tool led to oral issues mm -hmm. um but for someone that doesn't have a sensory challenge it's usually not the tool um it's usually the other factors and diet is i mean i've seen this in my own house diet is huge <laughs> i mean if you're if a child or an adult is hammering away at sugar loaded treats and sweets and sodas and and drinks and then they're not performing correct effective oral care on top of that i mean you can almost forget it you're going to get a cavity um and then if there's you know like i said special need an underlying medical condition where someone, a child or an adult may have something that causes um, them to have dry mouth. For instance, medication, if a child is taking yeah. a medication for anything um, or an adult. Like, I think it's well over 500 
commonly prescribed medications for everything from depression to diabetes to, you know, heart conditions, just you name it. <laughs> Even some, you know, cold remedies um, that are taken cause dry mouth. And if you don't have saliva regularly flushing around the mouth, not only is it not um, helping to digest your food correctly, it's not washing and uh, flushing the teeth and the mouth, which increases significantly the rate of cavities um, that somebody can can have. So there's just so many so many factors. It's not as simple as picking just the right toothbrush and then you're cavity free. So. Exactly. It's a combination of things. Yeah, it really is. So if you are a parent and you're standing there on the toothbrush aisle or you shop online and you're looking at all these different toothbrushes for your kids and you just don't know where to start, well, what's your what's your advice? What what do you think when we as parents need to be looking for the top, you know, things that we need to be looking for as far as what's going to be a good effective toothbrush? Yeah, the first thing I would say is think, do I have any special needs I need to address? So is there a special need with your child, whether that's, you know, they have um, some sort of sensory issue or um, temporary issue going on. So if you don't have anything special that you need to address, then you can just look at, okay, the most simple way to look at how to pick out a brush would be age range. Most kids' toothbrushes have a recommended age range on the package, and that's based off of size of mouth, size of child, size of hand, which is a generalized rule for, you know, age grouping. Of course, you can have an eight-year-old that's the size of a 12-year-old and vice versa. So yeah, your judgment there is what's best, but that's a generalized way to do it. Um, and then most all brushes are soft or extra soft, but I say that because different manufacturers consider things soft. So um, I would never buy a medium or hard bristled toothbrush. I have actually started to look for them. I don't even see them circulated as much, but I'll catch them every once in a while, especially if I'm at like a discount store, like mm -hmm. a, um, you know, a family dollar or dollar tree. It seems like they maybe get some of the rugrats of what was not sold. So I've seen yeah. them a lot more there. So just be cautious that you're not picking up a discontinued toothbrush um, that was discontinued because the bristles are medium or hard. Um, so don't use those. Um, and the reason is because it actually is just too abrasive for the mouth. They've found through dental research over the years and studies this is that medium to hard bristled toothbrushes can actually brush away the gums and the tooth enamel, especially um, if it's used incorrectly, but let alone just even used correctly, it's just too, it's too much abrasion. So that would be the other thing, just make sure that your toothbrush you're buying is a soft bristled toothbrush that never hurts, just to check on the box. And then if you use it, or if your child uses it and they're like, ow, it hurts, then find a softer bristled one that may be too um, stiff for them. Like I said, the manufacturers may have different versions of what they consider soft. So if your child is averting to how it feels, get something else. Um, and I know that that seems daunting too. Like, you know, you're just buying toothbrushes right and left, but that's kind of what I do. I buy all kinds of different stuff and we just, I have a, a selection. <laughs> I'll, I'll just, you know, know that I'm gonna spend 30 or 40 bucks and I'm just gonna buy different kinds of toothpaste, different kinds of floss, different types of toothbrushes. 
And if it's nighttime and all of a sudden, you know, it's like, I don't like the toothbrush anymore. This isn't working. Be like, okay, pick out a new one and just have the toothbrush drawer and they think it's fun and just let them pick out a new one and go with that. So um, the biggest thing is, like I said, consistency. So whatever I can do to make the task of getting my kids to brush their teeth the right way easier, then that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and when um, it comes to an electric toothbrush, um, you know, a, a lot of times there are kids electric toothbrushes, so they'll be, you know, more geared towards them and their specific needs. But if you're if you're thinking you want your kids to try an electric or sonic toothbrush, what should you be looking specifically for as far as for kids? So <clears throat> my recommendation for electric toothbrushes is um, you have to be ready to supervise them constantly with them because until they get I, I mean my my youngest is eight I don't know that I would let her use an electric toothbrush by herself because I think she would not use it correctly um, so I think elect, but I but I love electric toothbrushes so I'm like contradict myself here it's like yes electric toothbrush works way better than a manual toothbrush but it's going to require more investment from the parents on the front end to make sure that the child is is using it correctly and not hitting their gums with it because like I said with the medium and hard bristles they wear away the gums and teeth because it's just too hard well if you take even a soft bristled toothbrush and you add power behind it um, those bristles can exert way more pressure against the tooth and the gum surface than just brushing manually alone so it can remove more plaque and bacteria when it's used correctly, but it can also cause damage to the teeth and gums if it's used incorrectly. So I usually will say, all right, well, start out with a battery powered electric toothbrush, which is really just kind of the, the really the cheaper ones. Um, and they're just not as powerful. It's just a, a slight gentle vibration and it gets the, your child used to that vibration feeling in the mouth and it allows you to supervise and train them on how to brush effectively without chewing and gnawing on it or just sticking it in their mouth. A lot of times <laughs> I've seen younger kids, you put an electric toothbrush in their mouth, they kind of freeze like, whoa, this is so different. What is this? And they don't really brush. They just kind of hold it there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a process, again, um, you know, of, of making sure everybody's on the same page and, and the routine is happening. Um, but I I love electric toothbrushes. I wouldn't start out a kid on an electric toothbrush. They need to learn how to brush their teeth first with a manual toothbrush by themselves, holding it, going from tooth to, to quadrant to quadrant, knowing when to spit, how to rinse, all that stuff, and then go to an electric toothbrush because they'll just use it in, incorrectly if, if they don't have that to begin with. And the key there, what you said is until they know how to brush their teeth with a manual toothbrush, meaning that you should be the one performing the toothbrushing and the assisting till they're what, at least five, six years old and can handle it themselves. And that you can, and you can see that they're actually getting the food and debris out of their teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I'm a parent, I have three kids and all three of my kids have had a cavity <laughs> and I'm a dental professional 
so, I mean, I, I get it. There's been some times where I'm just exhausted and I don't feel like looking in anybody else's mouth that day. I've just like had it with teeth and mouth. So, I mean, I, I get it. And I, even last night when I was reading books with my two youngest and I was like, did you floss? And they kind of gave me that side eye look like maybe, maybe I didn't. <laughs> and so I had to give them a good reason. I, I have a few like examples in my pocket of what happens when you don't floss that, you know, resonates with them as kids. And so I reminded them and they were like, okay. And then they went back to the bathroom and floss, but they had already brushed their teeth and left the bathroom and went to bed. And so it's just a constant reminder. Even my, my teenager, you know, she's more in tuned with it now because now she wants whiter teeth and she actually wants braces to <laughs> straighten out her teeth. So she's more into like taking care of herself and I don't have to force her quite as much, but you know, it's just like us. I mean, there have been times I've had to pull myself out of the bed or away from the sofa and be like, all right, I've got to go take care of myself and brush and floss when I just want to, you know, exhaust for the night. So <clears throat> um, it really is just, you know, a lifelong process. And for kids, you just have to be their, their cheerleader for them, just encourage them. Yeah. And like you said, as long as, you know, you've kind of taught them the basics and They've gotten down how to brush and how long to brush and, you know, take one or two teeth at a time and um, to kind of get it down pat. Then you can be a little more lenient on letting them, you know, kind of take over that brushing their own teeth as they get older. But making sure they realize that cavities are very real possibilities if they don't, you know, listen and, and learn and try to implement, you know, these good brushing techniques at least twice a day. Yeah, and I've kind of, I mean, I've started to like really back off of <laughs> as a parent of trying to prevent my kids from ever experiencing anything bad. Um, I think it's just ingrained in you as a mother. You're just like, oh gosh, don't skin your knee. Don't fall down. Don't, you know, you just don't want them to, to get hurt. But like I said, all of them have had a cavity. I'm, I'm not going to beg my kids to do stuff. If they don't do it, then they're going to have to face the consequence of it. And my 14-year-old has had to have a shot in her mouth and she knows it doesn't feel good and she actually bit through her lip some because it was so numb and she didn't realize it and so like she's gone through kind of some trauma of having to have a, of having a cavity and having to have it filled and so she's like oh I don't want a cavity so I just remind her of that when she starts to slip into a little bit of you know maybe laziness I'm like remember yeah. how awful it was when you had to get numb and you had to get that cavity she's like oh I hate when you remind me, but thank you. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> just a little, Nature. a little word of advice to parents too. It's, it's, you know, you don't want them to have a cavity. I know, but if they did, maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing to get them motivated to take care of themselves. Exactly. Forward. That'll be great motivation going forward. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's great. Thank you for these tips today. And I, I know that this has helped someone listening today. There's the parent that's struggling because face it, if we're a parent, we struggle. Um, and as far as brushing their teeth and how important it is, and it's, it really is something that we have to, to focus on and make sure our kids learn and understand because, you know, you, we want them to be healthy, you know, from head to toe. And people don't realize that their oral health play such a vital role in their overall health. Yeah, that's true. And it's a habit. Um, it you know, I can, 
you can force anybody to do anything in front of you just for the fact of of doing it but they have to make it a habit it has to be it has to go from being a conscious thought to being an unconscious thought once we start doing things unconsciously that's when it's the habit and you don't even think about picking up the floss and flossing your teeth it's just that's the next step it's like get waking up in the morning and putting your feet on the the ground and standing up and starting your day that is an unconscious thought. You just go through the motions of doing it because you've developed a habit. So it's that habit formation of doing something over and over and just helping them to get that habit, that healthy habit ingrained. It is. And they learn that they learn habits and they learn good habits um, by watching and they're watching us. So as much as we don't want them to have a cavity, we don't want to have one either because they're going to pay attention to see if we're doing what we're trying to teach them that it's important for them to do. Absolutely. That's right. The kids don't do what we tell them to do. They do what they see us do. That's right. So we want to make sure that our example is the example we want them to be following. That's right. Yeah, right. Thank you so much for joining us today, Noel, for this great information. And we hope that it's helped someone out there as they're kind of struggling along, trying to figure out what toothbrush to use and how to help their kids. And hope we've been a help to somebody today. And I appreciate you for joining me today, Noel. Oh, yeah. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you. And join us next time when we return with you on the Brilliant Choices podcast. <laughs>